we can get into a little bit more serious topic. So creating when we were young versus now, um, does it still feel like a chore? Uh, when we were young, we could we could try so many different things, and you didn't care if you were going to fail, and um, it was just a lot more exciting to learn something. But then once you put like a price tag on it, or you're in school, and you're being told you have to do this, it, it kind of zaps the fun out of it. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, dude. Because um, you know, uh, one thing I'm going to say, like to congratulate both of us, is go us for still like creating, like yeah. I don't know any, I don't know a lot of other people like in our class that still like do creative stuff. I know like Darren Zemanek does his pho- photography for, for a living. I, and I, I think because he started later. Oh, do you th- oh, so do you think so? Yeah, I think because if he would have started maybe earlier, someone he would have had too many people making like saying like questioning, being critical from at age like twelve, and you'd see their passion's got to push you through, or you just like you get you get too many haters, and you say now, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, you start listening to it. All right, so I, maybe I think the, the the big the cool I think the great thing <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just an idea. I don't I don't really know if I think that. <laughs> he's like listening. It's like that's not what that's not what happened. Well, that, that, in the sports world, that's what I think. So it happens. I mean, you see all these great athletes that get fat and stuff because they stop uh, honing in on their craft. I think that definitely translates over to yeah. uh, the, in, whether whether you're an athlete, whether you're an artist, um, any number of those things. It's uh, people just stop beating away at their craft. Stop, you know, mm-hmm. really, and and that's because someone told them that they weren't good enough. They told themselves that they weren't good enough, and and all those things start to add up. So I think then I think so. When I think the nice thing, so I started making comics when I was like in third grade, and I did it just like in my room for funsies. I still have them all actually in my room, like in my closet. I like all the ones I made when I was in third grade, and then I stopped because I didn't think it was cool. Yeah, so I, st- I stopped because I didn't think it was cool. So that's when I got into like being a rocker, and I started doing that because everyone was like, "Yeah, that's so cool." Yeah, and, and then when we started doing the filming stuff. We all thought it was so cool. So we had a good – we had – I feel like we have a good friend support system where sure. where people were pushing us. They were like, like, oh, you guys are doing the documentary. I want to – We remember we watched it? We we premiered it after Homecoming, senior year. Exactly. Yeah, we we had a good amount of eight, maybe eight to ten people there. Yeah, that weren't in the film. And they'd be like, and they laughed and they thought it was funny and it was oh man I can't believe that yeah we always had a good I mean you know talking about support groups it's always good to have people that you can collaborate with I think we definitely pushed each other like we and we produced different and it always wasn't just one form of work you know we did music together mm-hmm. we never did any drawing or anything of that nature but also the videos and we were and we, and we wanted yeah. and we wanted to try something new and it wasn't like it didn't feel like a competition like oh so Brian's doing this it was like whoa like how can we we were. I, I wish. I wish. If, if, man, if we could, if we had figured out how to monetize on YouTube, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it pays off dividends down the road. Um, yeah. <laughs> just play devil's advocate, just for folks that people out there. They're like, oh man, I had this great idea, but then someone else came up with it. It's. I think it all builds on itself. It's like if you put in the hard work, it's eventually you're gonna find a success in whatever it might be. So like, you gotta pay, what create ten really not as great comic books before you get that one that you know gets seen by this guy that's like hey yeah i'd like that you to be a part of my team yeah and so if you were to monetize those other ones and try to i don't know i yeah. don't know where i'm going with this but i just think i think 
the world's just pretty crazy like that. It rewards, it's like an input-output world. Like, whatever you're putting into it, like, you're going to get a reward in some form or fashion, whether it's today or tomorrow. It just all pays dividends and builds off of each other. But think about, like, all, yeah, like, think about the work that you do right now with your videos, like, how well they look. Imagine if, if <laughs> imagine if you, uh, if you went to someone who's, who, like, you work with, like, really professional people. Imagine if you went up to them and you gave them, a, like, uh, a Chronicles of Steen video. I know. Isn't that crazy? It, it almost ruined me. Yeah. I did that. I did that once. I did yeah. it three years ago. I thought I drew a comic book. It's so crappy. And I went to a publisher and I said, yo, you guys got to check this out. And I gave it to them. You were, like, you were the real deal? Yeah. And, oh, my yeah. gosh, the rejection was so hard. And, like, that's when I realized, oh, my gosh, like, I can't be just this kid with a dream. I've got to put in the freaking work. And I've been doing it now for four years. And I can now now say, like, as of, like, the last, like, month, I feel confident in, like, my drawing. Dude, this is when I first – when I made my first video, I was like, I can do this. This is super easy. I'm great at it. My confidence was here. I'm like, I'm a natural. I'm the I'm the best there ever was. And I think my one of my, one of my first videos was like a happy birthday video for you, Tyler, or something. I know. I'm sorry. Random of, of that nature. And then uh, you go to school and you get humbled. And and uh, it's just it's it's tough because I you know I was posting stuff on YouTube and then you get something seen by like 300 people and that's some form of validation viewership. Yeah. Um, then you go to school and you see, oh, there's a lot of other people doing something of a similar nature and they're really good and you can tell because they might have honed in on the storytelling aspect um, or maybe they uh, are more just technically sound. And then you get humbled by a professor that says you're not as good or you go to a publisher and they say you're not as good and then you start grinding away at it even more and then there's like a few times where you want to quit but then you can't because there's a well, just like that creative itch inside of you. You just got to keep pushing through it. And uh, I, I think that's what's a big definer for a lot of folks is uh, they get down and then they wind up just quitting, like we were saying. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear. I want to kind of go back on to so in third grade you were drawing because I, I don't I remember you being a pretty decent drawer, but I didn't know this was like what you had. Dude, I drew a five hundred page comic book in f- third grade. Like it took me from third to like seventh grade. Wow. Yeah. 500. Age. And so what, when you look back on that, is that insanity? Well, like, it was easy. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't professionally, like, done. I grabbed just, like, white printer paper, and I and I just did everything with pencil. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's really crappy. But, like, you if when you read it, you can tell, like, oh, man, like, I really liked doing this. And so as a kid, you know, like you said, like, when you made the first video, you're like, I've got all this talent. I can do this. Because the first kind of stuff we were doing was so simple. Like, yeah, just like the first video, that happy birthday one. It was all you did was just put in some clips and like cut yeah, it, maybe some text and just clips smashed together. Put yeah. some epic music behind it, and boom, voila! You yeah. got like the formula. But then, but then when you realize the the amount of work that to actually produce something of quality, I mean, like I would make one of I would make a twenty page comic book in like two days back mm-hmm. in third grade, and now I will hopefully get like a page page or two done in like two or three days. And it's crazy, and this is, uh, I like that you bring up the work aspect, and especially in the art world, or just anything, like, the more process, the longer something takes to make, people value that. For for example, uh, that's why you pay more for something that's gourmetly cooked rather than something that was microwaved in 15 minutes. Like, it's all about process, something, and so you can make some 
especially in the art world, you see people do this, like the, the stupidest process, but it usually produces something good. Like they'll take a, a, I remember taking art classes and they would, they would take a leaf from outside, they'd scan the leaf and then they'd cut out the leaf, rescan it again, and then, uh, tie some ribbons around it, scan that. And just like, just keep adding this random stuff to it. And by the end of it, it actually looked pretty good. And you're like, well, that would take a lot of work to replicate, and so that's why it's a value somehow. And that's just <laughs> like up to mind. Don't folks at home don't feel like you can just go take a leaf and and uh, make. Actually, if you can sell rocks, you can sell leaves. Yeah. Well, someone asked me, and they go, well, "How come your prices are so expensive?" I'm like, "Cause I think at this point, like, I'll, I'll charge right now around eighty dollars, eighty to a hundred dollars per page that I draw." Yeah. And it's just because, like, I know I can, I know what it's worth. I know that you, person who are hiring me, can't do it. Exactly. So I know I can, and like I used to, I used to pay, you know, I used to have people pay me $30 a page and I would do my best work with thirty for $30 a page. And now after three years of it, I'm like, okay, you know what? I now know that my page worth is worth more than $30. I think I'm around 80 to a hundred. Yeah. Um, I could be more, but I'm, I'm trying to like keep it low ball so that I can still get hired. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you're looking at it from the business point of view. I think that you have to in any of the art worlds if in any of uh, any art form you know even as a videographer you have to measure like being an artist with being a business owner especially in the freelance realm mm-hmm. where you're a little bit more selective of who you take on and it's a little, it's just kind of an honest a little bit of a pain and you have to sell yourself which is your story that's what you're selling yeah you know they're not only buying the product they're buying you that you know they want your specific style your eye for it um and so that that's something that just you. I don't know where I'm going with. But this. I, I have a question for you though. As a, I have a question for you. Let's say someone when you when you if, if, when and if you do freelance work, what plays more into a factor of of you saying yes to the job, the money or you actually wanting to do it? Yeah, it's got to be interesting. Okay, so you wouldn't just take something boring just because the money was good. Yeah, it just depends on what's uh, what <laughs> what situation I'm in at the time. If I might have just put some money into uh, some new equipment, or I want to try it out or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, like I, because your time is so valuable. You know, I like to do a lot of other things, such as you know, bike, run, uh, swim, play soccer, play tennis, um, and so those things eat up a lot of my time or spend time with family and friends. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're weighing that with with the project. You're saying. Well, I'm giving up this in order to do this project for some money. I'm in a fortunate position where I have a, a full-time gig. Or, or if you can do that, there's pros and cons to all of this. Because, yeah, as a freelancer, you can be selective of what projects you take on. And it can be something that's really exciting for you. And you want to just like do it just out of passion. Maybe even do it for less money because you know it would be great. A lot of people do that for nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, yeah, it's definitely the 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 project has to be engaging enough for me to take it on. Yeah, that's been like I've I've noticed and like my girlfriend will be like why are you taking on this project cuz she sees me just like I'm like dying inside. And I'm just like well the money the money was good. And she's mm-hmm. like but you're but I'm not putting in my best work, she can tell. And so like my new rule now is if I'm going to if I'm going to produce if I'm going to produce artwork for someone, I've got to be I've got to enjoy the project. Yeah, that's huge. And um, you have to get to a certain point before you can do that. I think yeah. in the beginning, you're definitely taking on some more projects that aren't as enjoyable. And that's part of the grind. And to then build your portfolio. Build a portfolio, which doesn't always have to be a portfolio of like 
showing work, but saying that you've worked with a person and that, that you know maybe they give you a reference or referral. But there's so many different variables in this in, in these industries that you don't know what you're working on today could have a me- mega payoff down the road. Like for example, like I got my job currently because I was just making videos for fun with my friends in college. We were playing football together, and I made an intramural football uh, kind of series. As we kept winning, I kept filming it as we until we made it to the finals. We wound up, uh, spoiler alert, we wound up losing the finals, but that gave me huge inspiration to tether a good movie, or at least in my opinion, Friday Night Lights, with our own story. And I used the same music soundtrack, spliced in some shots. <laughs> And I made it this epic loss, which, you know, I think almost tells a better story than being an epic win. Yeah. Dang, that's how you got your job? Yeah, so my friend's dad watched those videos, and then he's like, oh, here, let me, you know, send your resume along to to the bot, to my, to the marketing director, and it's just like, okay, I didn't think much of it, here's my resume, you know, whatever. Especially since, you know, coming out of school, you send out so many resumes, and you're just like, yeah. You start you start losing confidence in yourself. You're like, well, no, is anyone going to hire me? Am I ever going to have a job? And then boom. And then boom like that. And so that stemmed from just a passion project. So you never know what project you can be that's, working on. That's important though. You should – that's why you should – like same with my job currently. I only got hired because my friend's dad was like, you know, Tyler, you – you guys are really loving this podcast. I can see you guys are driven and creative. You should work for my company and boom. I got hired. Didn't have to interview or anything. Just yeah. – Boom, well, I think that's how it gets. At the higher level, you do less interviews because they know who you are yeah. and they know your work and they know it's going to be a good fit. Yeah. All right, boom, guys. We're going to end. Just... Oh, go for it. I was going to say, let's. <laughs> I said, uh, everyone, uh, we're going to let's end this. Let's end this portion of the Drawn Talk podcast. But we're going to keep talking with Brian on the link below. I'm going to. I'm pointing down to the link below in the description. Um, that's where you're going to find Brian's podcast. Uh, do two things. One, subscribe to his podcast, and then two, listen to our episode that we do together. Yeah, thank you so much, Tyler. I really appreciate it. I guess we're going dark because on my podcast, I haven't moved on to video yet, but yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, uh, you guys, for listening. This has been awesome. Really appreciate it. Boom. All right, everyone, hit the subscribe button on both of our podcasts.